Hi everybody, my name is Amy Christine and I'm super excited to start this episode up. I have been gone off this podcast for quite some time, so I've got a lot to catch you up on. Also, I want to say that this episode is going to be about if you're a person going to get a reading from either a psychic or a medium and kind of the rules and regulations and ethics that you should live by when you do these types of things. So I'm very excited. Let's get into this episode. Woo! <laughs> all right, all right, I'm back. <laughs> oh my goodness. Finally, after so long, I am up to making more episodes for this podcast, and I promise you that I will be making more in the future. So let's get into it. I have been a super, super busy, busy bee, and I cannot say thank you enough to my clients, my friends, my family, my partner. It's just been such a beautiful experience this last year. Um, And for those of you who don't know me, my name is Amy Christine, and I'm a professional psychic medium located in the beautiful Antelope Valley of California. My office is located inside of My Lucky Karma, which is a gorgeous, gorgeous self-healing crystal store. I can't say enough about how much I love this place. Every single practitioner holds up to the standards of ethics. So with that being said, I'm going to kind of trail into why I'm making this podcast. And I really want to express as a psychic medium and also as a client, somebody who gets readings and gives readings, just the difference between the two and also the difference between a psychic reading versus a mediumship reading. So let's start there. (laughs) I always get that question, so let's start off. Psychic is a pretty broad term. A lot of people use the word psychic and they go straight to like Miss Cleo or somebody in a turban or kind of like you know, like these mystical people with crystal balls. It's not necessarily like that. I mean, there is a side of it like that. It's kind of cheesy, to be honest. (laughs) But psychic is uh, definitely one of those things that I don't really like to define myself as that. I think that I'm more comfortable being called an oracle or a seer, somebody like that, just because, you know, people judge and I like people to kind of dig a little bit deeper than that. So if you go get a psychic reading, that can be anybody who's like an intuitive person, maybe somebody that reads tarot cards, somebody that reads your energy, somebody that just senses, right? It's an intuitive reading. So the difference between that and mediumship, the best way I can describe it from a psychic point of view is being a psychic is like looking at somebody's energy, past, present, future, And really tapping into things that are important to their individual life. So when I'm doing a reading, uh, I just really focus on how I can help that client, empower that client, and really leave them feeling a sense of optimism and really giving them that steering wheel, giving them the go-ahead to make those choices on their own. And that's somebody who's going to be ethical. So more psychic is about you, in the body, who's in front of me, pertaining to their issues and needs and wants. Mediumship, very different. (laughs) Mediumship is about connecting to 
spirits, angels, ascended masters, those who are really of your highest good and really making that solid connection. And when I'm doing mediumship, it's more of a channeled message and it's more out of my body than in my body. So I know that sounds a little frightening for those who don't fully understand. It's not like I'm being possessed by your loved ones. It's more so subjectively having a mental medium. I am a clairvoyant, a clairaudient, clairsentient. And so I do see things in my mind's eye and it's all telepathic communication. It's beautiful. And when I go and get these readings from other mediums, I cry like a baby. <laughs> these are your family members, nothing to be scared of. Although grief can be very painful, I have seen this process happen where things that were unsaid get to be said and it creates this like beautiful way of healing because it really shows us all that we live this super amazing, magical, eternal life. And there's always that aspect of who you are at a soul, especially at a soul level. So whoever your family members were, your friends were, your pets were, that's exactly the energy that I'm going to pick up on. So that's what it's like being a psychic medium. Um, also, that kind of falls under the category of a channeler. And a channeler is somebody who's going to bring through messages. So uh, typically, if I connect with someone's guardian angel, if they don't have a lot of family members that they want to talk to or their spirit guides, I have to raise my frequency or vibration a little bit higher. And then those messages come through. So a lot of the time, I do go into a little bit of a light trance, but like I said, you won't notice it. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing like, woo, you know, freaky. It's all for the highest good. I'm not going to say that there isn't some mediums that don't connect to that darker side of life or maybe to the messages that aren't, you know, good for you. <laughs> and that's why I'm discussing this with you today is I want you to take things with a grain of salt. When you go to a psychic or a medium, a lot of people feel really vulnerable. A lot of people think that, you know, a psychic is going to rummage through your dirty laundry. And some of them do. Some of them work off of uh, fear-based. And I've met some really amazing psychics that unfortunately pull some pretty shady shit. So use your discernment. Like, follow your gut intuition when you go to somebody. Also, a real psychic is never going to go fishing for information. They're never going to be like, so how many kids do you have? <laughs> a real psychic is going to say, you got two kids, but you got a dog. But it kind of feels like you maybe want another kid too. But it feels to me like a boy and a girl and close in age. You want to get ethical, evidential proof. And that's really important. Because if you're telling a psychic about your life and it's an energy exchange and you're also paying them, it's kind of more of like, why not just go to a therapist? Because that's kind of a similar exchange. You know, you're explaining yourself and then they're kind of giving you some more insight. So don't like be closed when you go as a client. Come in, please come in on time, <laughs> please. And please be mindful of people behind you. There's always going to be a million questions you're going to want to ask when you find somebody who is legit. 
but their time is their energy is very important to respect because they are people and i know you can get lost in the moment just one more question just one more question please save it for a further appointment because most likely if that psychic is really good there's going to be somebody behind them so they have to be punctual so come in take a deep breath don't cross your arms, don't cross your legs, don't be fearful. I know that sounds like hard, <laughs> but the more comfortable you are, the more it will be easy for that psychic to be able to help you. If you have a certain question that you wanna discuss, there's nothing wrong with that, come with questions. If you want a general reading, most of those questions are gonna come out in the reading, I'm not gonna lie. Like. Most of my clients just say, I don't know, like, let's see what we got. As a psychic, I love that because you're really letting the highest good be channeled. And it's going to, you know, maybe you're thinking about your relationship. Well, that's most likely going to come up. A real psychic is going to read your energy. And so in your energy is where you hold all these thoughts and ideas and emotions. So I do, as a psychic, like general readings better, but... Again, if you have a certain question, sometimes it's better to write it down so you don't forget because you can get caught in the moment. If you've never had a psychic reading before with someone, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you do a 15-minute reading rather than a 30-minute reading because within that 15 minutes, those who come to see a real psychic will leave saying, oh my gosh, this was amazing. I would love to book with this person and I really feel comfortable. And that's what it's really about. From a psychic point of view, like I'm super goofy and I love to make people feel comfortable and I'll just chit chat and I'll be like, hey, like it's not so scary, right? Or like, woo. <laughs> I'm a huge nerd. So I always try to tell people like, yes, there's lots of dirty laundry here, but it's your job to do that laundry, not mine. And there's no judgment. I'm not going to look through you and find your darkest, deepest secrets. And even if I saw that, I'm ethical and I wouldn't ever want to trigger someone or um, lead them on to something that didn't really truly happen. We just kind of look at perspectives of things that may happen and it is the butterfly effect. So nothing's ever set in stone. Don't ever go back to a psychic and say, you said this and you said that. Your actions determine your future. The psychic is not controlling your future. That's something really important to remember. So thank you for listening. <laughs> As a client, when I go see a psychic, I just go, give me what you got. And I don't say anything. I might nod my head or smile, but I don't elaborate too much. Because that's where a lot of confusion gets like uh, thrown into the mix. I just go, mm-hmm, yes, that makes sense. Or no, that doesn't resonate. Also, if you're going to record a psychic, please ask permission. Some people are totally cool with it. Some people aren't. And some people will want to charge for that. And it, that's reasonable. Like, imagine if somebody came into your work and wanted to record you, you know, and it's like, Maybe you don't feel great about that. Uh, there's also some legality with that. So I will say, 
A lot of psychics are medical intuitives, including me. I will pick up on medical things and aches and pains and traumas. They're not doctors, okay? Like, again, you're in charge of your life. So if a psychic says, ooh, I'm seeing like, does somebody have diabetes in your family? Or are you eating a lot of sugar lately? Please don't freak out. Um, They're just trying to like, give you a little bit of information or maybe kind of guide you into a healthier eating habit. But don't come back and say, you know, I don't have diabetes. Like, again, it doesn't matter always if the psychic is wrong or right. They may be seeing into a future path for you. So it's a gentle way to guide you away from those kind of things. So that's very important to remember too. When it comes to love life, Any ethical psychic will not peek into somebody's psychic window. I can see future people coming into your life and describe them and sometimes even get their name or how you may meet them, but it's up to you to put that effort in to go find that person or to maybe get yourself out there. If you come to me and say, I want to know if my husband's cheating on me, I'm going to ask you, do you feel like your husband's cheating on you. That is not a good place to put anyone into, especially an intuitive. That's something, again, that you're going to have to figure out on your own because, like, I hate to use this word psychic junkie, but (laughs) a lot of psychics use this word where every little decision someone has in their life, they'll go to a psychic before they do something drastic or even something small. If a psychic lets you come to them every day, that is not an ethical psychic. As a reader, I do not let people book back to back at all. If they want a psychic reading, cool. If they want a mediumship reading, totally fine. Two different readings. But if they want a psychic reading every week, absolutely not. An ethical psychic is not going to prey on your fears, is not going to take your money and just tell you, if you come and see me again, I can tell you this. If any of you have ever seen those Zoltar machines, he gives you your fortune and then he goes, pay me more and I will continue talking. (laughs) He doesn't exactly say that, but you get the visual. That is somebody who is, again, not coming from a place of love or compassion. That's somebody who's thinking financially, I've got this person hooked and, you know, consult me for everything. No, 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 not good. So please be weary of these people. I have so many stories of people going in to see people and them saying, oh, I have a curse on me. And this lady said, you know, if I give her... $3,000, she can take it off of me, or the evil eye is upon me, or I did the egg cleanse and I know who's sending this energy against me. Please, no. If somebody says that you're not in alignment or your chakra balance is off, if you don't know what chakras are, there are energy centers. Again, if they're lightly saying that to you with no intention of some sort of exchange, That's a beautiful heads up to say like it might be a good time for you to go look into Reiki or maybe you're holding some grief in a certain area. But if a psychic says, give me your money and I can clear this for you or from you or whatever, that gets into 
curses and all this, excuse me, bullshit. (laughs) And that is about you losing your power. We are always divinely protected. We are always these gorgeous interdimensional beings. And psychic attack is real. I'm not going to poo-poo that. That's legitly real. But here's the thing. We never want to send it back. And we never want to accuse people of sending us ill will. That is just like an eye for an eye. Have you ever heard that? It's like karmically, seriously, ground your energy, cleanse yourself. You are divinely protected. And if you do feel like there's some heaviness around you, please seek out somebody who is not going to charge you an arm and a leg. Please, please, please. (laughs) I'm rooting for you as a client, as a person, as a soul, as a friend, as a family member. Don't give your power away, my goodness. Okay. Let's go into the mediumship part. I love mediumship. It is by far the most emotional, amazing, fulfilling, passionate thing I have ever connected to in my entire life. When I'm a client and I go and see a medium, again, I walk into it with my energy open and whatever happens, happens. And whoever shows up, I have no intention on trying to summon anyone or command anyone or, you know, wear someone's ring and try to beg them to come talk to me. I just go, give me what you got. Typically, it's always my grandmother that shows up because we were very, very close. Sometimes it's an animal that I had a really deep soul connection with. But again, I don't give the mediums anything. If a medium goes, well, I think you have a grandmother here. That's great. But typically we will have grandmothers or grandfathers on the other side. I mean, I'm close to 40, so of course that's going to happen. Like that's just kind of a given. Let a medium give you evidential evidence. Let a medium say, oh, I have your grandmother Marie here and she makes me feel like this and she's showing me this and that's a legit medium. Not just, again, fishing or generic. Um, I had a medium tell me once that my grandma was baking cookies and I tried not to laugh because my grandma's never baked anything in her life. (laughs) So use your discernment. But even if they're wrong, you know, you don't have to be rude. And if they do get something wrong, try not to discount it too hard because they will get thrown off the track. Like give them the opportunity. If they're wrong, just say, I'm so sorry that doesn't make sense to me. And then keep the mediumship reading going because they may eventually get something right. Some mediums are on different levels of consciousness. Some of them have been doing it a long time. Some of them just started doing it. Some of them were born that way. But give them the benefit of the doubt in the beginning because if you come in, again, with your arms crossed saying, prove it, prove it, prove it, a lot of people, um, mediums, get insecure. And imagine if someone came into your work and they were just like, show me what you got. (laughs) Might be a little unnerving And you might get a little nervous. And please remember, mediums are people. And over the course of time, I've learned that not every medium is like this mystical, super spiritual person. Some mediums are very dry, 
very unethical and very blunt. Some mediums are very passionate and hold space for you and understand what you're going through. If a medium starts talking about themselves, that's definitely a warning sign for me anyway. Um, it's a little bit to throw a little bit in so you have a commonality. It's different to say, well, my life and then this because that medium has just taken your time and turned it into them. So if you are a medium, check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> I know that's dumb, but please don't make it about you. My clients know very, very, very little about me and it's very important to me that I hold that ethics. If the time's up and you feel like sharing a little bit and you don't have a client you know, behind them, if you want to have a little bit of a commonality, it's okay. Like some of these people you see over and over again, and maybe it's okay if you tell them something about yourself, but when they're in the reading and they're paying for it, please don't make it about you. Like make it about the client. It's important. They've scheduled it. They've emotionally shown up. They've you know physically shown up. Sometimes people come into my office and before I say anything, they're already crying. And I always like joke around and say things like, it's okay, that's why the Kleenex is there. Like, it's on the table, take as much as you want. I should buy stock in Kleenex. That's my silly way of making people feel comfortable, but do it however you want. And I'm gonna tell you again, I already said, I cry like a freaking baby when I go see Medium because even though I do this on a daily basis, as a Medium, I sometimes question my experience because it's personal. Yes, I give myself readings. Yes, I'm very connected to my guides and I'm very connected to my ancestors and spirits and energy and everything. But validation is crucial and important whether you're a medium or a client. And just know that it's okay to cry. If you want to have an ugly cry, do it. It is better to release that because the more you release something, the better you're going to feel overall and you can't rush healing. Grief has many, many stages. We've all experienced it on some level. Some push it away. Some ride it like the waves. Some days you're on top. Some days you're drowning. But realize that in the rings of grief, there are people who are affected on the inside and the outside. So even as a uh, somebody who is holding space for someone who's grieving, as a medium, I won't cry with you because I'll lose a message and it's really important that I stay strong. It doesn't mean I'm not an empath and that doesn't mean that I don't feel. It means that I take my job serious and, and with love. <laughs> Although I'll be honest, most of my clients, I am comfortable hugging afterwards because it is this beautiful three-way experience. I went and saw a medium once and I was just kind of like, shoot, let's go, 15 minutes, what you got? And she said, look down on your lap, what do you see? And I saw my cat, she said, there's a black cat, and I just, boo! <laughs> so it's okay, like, it's all right to cry. Even in a psychic reading, it's okay to cry. Just know that it's really, overall, a pretty mystical experience, and again, it's exciting and the whole purpose of it is to really connect 
and a real psychic medium will try to teach you how to connect yourself. Everybody's psychic. I want you to say that out loud with me. Everybody's psychic. <laughs> Intuition means inner knowing. Inner knowing is something we all have. We've all had a mystical paranormal experience. We've all been drawn to a certain area. We've all had synchronicities. We've all had dreams. Some of us have had pretty interesting, more astrotype dreams, but overall, we've all had something calling us. The universe speaks to you in many, many ways, and if you look for the magic, you can definitely find it. Get to know thyself. If you can sit in your own energy, you will know your own energy versus others. It's not that you can't connect to these things. Remember, it's a muscle. If you don't work it out, it's not being used. So try little games. Think of someone and say, hmm, I really want my mom to call me or I really want my friend to call me and send that message into the ether and just say, call me. And if they call, <laughs> then you'll know. That's sending and receiving. That is psychic information. And we have all these things to prove that it's real. Have you ever heard someone say, oh, your ears must be burning? That's a funny way of talking about intuition. I really hope some of these things I've explained are um, helping you <laughs> understand this world a little bit more. A lot of people come in and ask me how I can protect myself. How can I protect myself? I will definitely make an episode about that because that is a very, very lengthy conversation. Again, I want you to remember that you are always protected. And if you meditate, get to know yourself. Just five minutes a day, sit with yourself, clear your energy, clear your mind, find your peace. This world has always been kind of a slightly confusing place for a lot of people. And I'm not going to say right now more than ever is an important time to do so. But let's be real. I've never experienced all these things in my lifetime. And so I find myself sometimes drifting into these weird worlds of disillusionment. Whether it's social media or just like TikTok mostly. I, I actually really feel that it is hurting us in a way because it's taking our attention away from what we really need to do which is sit within and people come to me and they ask me what's my purpose in life and I smile and I honestly think in this really weird way and you can take this or leave it <laughs> we come into the world to experience this duality and living in this place of duality we grow and we expand as people so if we didn't go through tragedy we wouldn't know what the good times were and one thing i've known as a medium my whole life speaking to spirits on the other side is when we do transition into that side that we live our fullest and best life that we live in pure magic and ecstasy and the best day you've ever had plus ten thousand so people want to come to this dimension as hard as it is so they can learn, expand, and grow as a soul. So if you find yourself in a way feeling confused about life or needing to check in or get confirmation or just kind of see your options, 
please find a psychic medium or a psychic who practices these ethical tools. And as mediums, I really have a few things to say <laughs> to you guys. Do not walk up to people and just deliver messages. Don't do drive-by messages. It's super harmful. We never want to trigger someone, upset someone. I know it's super exciting when you can do this stuff and some people like take it in this whole way. It's like, but I have to, I have to. You have to create boundaries with people who are here and people who are there. Set your boundaries, please, and be kind. <laughs> be kind to people. Be kind to people all around you. You never know what anyone's going through. And it is important to meet people with love and compassion. And remember, if there's something that you don't like within someone, it might be something that you really need to work with within yourself. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you for listening. <laughs> I really hope you have a beautiful day. And again, I really appreciate you guys so much. Take care. Love you all. Bye-bye.